Hello, this is one of the three hosts of Youth Group Survivor Support Group, Dylan Davis, uh, if you couldn't tell. And I'm here where in place of an altar call, I'm doing something a little different during these last two episodes where I am attempting to kind of sort through my feelings and how I feel best to encourage our listeners and foes of the podcast, how I can uh, take them down during this time, this crisis, this world history event. Um, you know, we call our fans survivors and that's for good reason because you have survived and a better phrase and God willing, you'll survive this too. And we are here for each other. There is no stronger force than us unified. I really do believe that. Like you can't beat people who are of one mind. And I know this time is tough. I know this time is stressing you to your limits, stretching you to your breaking points. You might feel alone and isolated and you might feel stir crazy and you might start trying to take that out on the people who love you. But in those times, I want you to consider that they might feel that way too. And I want you to take a breath, step outside for a second, take a deep breath, walk around and come back inside, do whatever you have to do to simply put survive and plan for a better tomorrow. Because Charlie said on the last episode, this is not a time of action. It's a time of planning. And if that bothers you that you're not doing something, see your planning as the action. That is your action move is to think and consider how we are going to live going forward in a world that now sees where our problems are. We need to start taking care of one another. If we did that already, we would not have to have this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Um, and if you are going out there and going to grocery stores and going to get food or going to get necessities, I want you to remember that the people who work there are doing it because they have to, and they don't want to be there either. They're running away from the madness. So I want you to be kind to them. Consider them when you're in their place of employment. Don't treat them like you normally would. Stop treating them like dirt. Stop treating them like you're better than them. Go in, get your food, and get the fuck out without touching everything and everybody, which I don't know. Also, can we, old men, stop touching old women's or like women's backs when you have to move past. <laughs> this is a time more than ever where they don't need you to say, excuse me, really softly in their ear and then <laughs> on the small of their back. They don't need that ever. That's never going to be a thing they need. And especially in this time of like a worrying health pandemic, get the fuck out of here with your creepy, wrinkled old coffee hands. Get out of here. Fuck you. Um, we're going to keep making youth group survivor support group because it's important both to us and the people who listen and we're going to keep telling stories of survival hopefully it can inspire you to find new ways to create and survive and uh, feel free to reach out to those in need and if you're in need reach out to somebody Um, and I think you'd be surprised at the people who will help lift you up in these hard times. So let's get on with the show. Yeah. Okay. I wrote a song about private school. I was hoping there'd be a, like a segue, but there wasn't. So I said, let's get on with the show. 
like a real one. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I got it. Don't worry. Okay. I'm nervous. You got we can it. look away if you want. <laughs> I am. Okay. I'm wearing white Nikes. We all look the same. I'll shorten my skirt at my private Christian school. I'm sitting in chapel. Eight hours a day. I'm not learning jack at my private Christian school. We say evolution is a myth. You don't get punished when you're rich. Let's not learn about the real world shit. You will give us a six-figure check just to say God doesn't love ya. We can't read Willy Wonka or literary grade. They don't serve the purpose of my private Christian school. Oompa Loompa serve false gods in Narnia's Bay. We'll watch Ten Commandments at my private Christian school. Yes. Incredible. You had nothing to be nervous about. That was no, great. That was, that was gold. You couldn't read Willy Wonka because the Oompa Loompas serve false yes. gods? Are you fucking kidding me? Willy set himself up <laughs> as a false god. Well, that came from, um, we did read Willy Wonka, I think, in my third or fourth grade class. And uh -huh. the mother of one of my friends came into the to talk to the teacher and was like, hey, I don't want my daughter reading good because there's like false idolatry and um weird and like i don't want her or no it was like i don't want her reading narnia because of like false god stuff and then the teacher said but there's oompa loompas like are you sure you're not gonna be scared scared like, yeah and was trying to make a joke and then that teacher got fired like a couple years later oh my god huh. that's okay. insane man yeah okay. well are we recording yeah, we're recording. Yeah, we're recording. Uh, okay, okay. I just want to make sure. I'm looking for a red dot, but I don't see it anywhere. The corner. Of my you know, these are these are uncertain times in a lot of ways. <laughs> well, hey, with that kind of transition, let me get you to something that is certain. This is, in fact, Youth Group Survivor Support Group, a podcast dedicated to the survivors of youth groups. I am a survivor, and I am trading my sorrows. I'm Dylan Davis. And I'm joined by my co-hosts. Also, they have names, and we'll say them now. I'm a, I'm a scary Oompa Loompa, Becca Stogner. <laughs> uh, okay, how about this? This is one that I've been workshopping a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, pitch it. Pitch it to us. Well, funny you should say that. I'm the <laughs> pitch black prince of liquor store stints, Charlie Allen. Ooh. Uh, thank you very much. One. Pitch black prince. Of liquor store stents. <laughs> man, that, that sums up nice. Oh, well, man. thank you. Uh, so we're here every week telling our stories uh, of what the heck was going on while we were in youth group. And we encourage you to send in your stories because we want to hear about them. You can email us at ygssg003 at gmail.com. And we have an email this week. So yay, you guys, you guys did it. You sent us emails 
this comes from our friend Wyatt. Uh, his email is entitled Barn Burners, which is Ooh. good. Uh, dear YG SSG, Wyatt writes, Becca asked for barn burners. Because he said he had them. <laughs> he said he had one, so we're going to skip the part where he waxes poetic and then get into the story. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't mean to mock you. It's just tell That's us okay. the story. Listen, yeah. Wyatt didn't have the benefit of the email that we got last episode to use as a, uh, as a model or whatever. No, he you did know not have I mean? his template. That's fine. Yeah. We prefer this in APA style, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Us. Internal Thank citations, you. please. That's big. Make sure you do the yeah. brackets, right? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Wyatt writes, back in the year of our Lord, 2003, <laughs> I was a big Kingdom's Hearts, Kingdom's Hearts, Kingdom Hearts fan. Who wasn't, man? Yeah. Me. Uh, what more? Oh, Becca wasn't, of course. <laughs> too busy drawing horses. <laughs> I was too busy renting Barnyard the game from Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> getting a different pal because I didn't know I could make a save file. Oh, no. Damn. Insane right. hair, comically large shoes, and Goofy or Donald Duck waxing poetic about the power of the heart, opening doors to other dimensions of friendship or some shit. Uh, uh, parentheses. In retrospect, those games are truly nonsense. In parentheses. He's right. They're utterly they, Yeah, yeah. They're crazy. So I took it upon myself to one Sunday to try dressing like one of my favorite supporting characters at Sunday school. Oh, Damn. Bad move. I went to church with my family wearing my Sunday best, but with a twist. My khakis weren't just ordinary pants. They zipped off at the knees to make shorts. The tuxedo t-shirt of leg wear. So after wow. service, <laughs> I left my parents to go to class, zipped off one of the legs, and threw it in the trash. Surely I wouldn't be needing it anymore. <laughs> That is very Final Fantasy, man. I got to give yeah. it up to you it's for verisimilitude, dude. <laughs> following it, he chose to cosplay as Titus, the character found in the first level of the game. Yes, from Final Fantasy X. Yeah, yeah. He had pants with one leg capri, the other short. I thought this was rad as hell, a high fashion icon. So I strolled into my Sunday school class and turned all the heads of the room. I was the king. Until, in front of my whole class, my teacher thought it was a great idea to provide a fun fact of my class. She said something to the effect of, and everybody going to go ahead and give you a trigger warning and a plug. Just strap in, friends. Cool. Wearing clothes that make you stand out at this age is an early sign of... Homosexuality. 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 Yeah, yeah. Be careful. The whole class erupted in ooze as if I had just been called down to the principal's office. Now... This launched me into a gay panic. I will report that I am not gay, but when you're eight, thank you, Wyatt. Thank you. Yeah. But when you're eight, <laughs> but when you're eight, that's definitely the last thing you want as your reputation. That's true. That's true. You were eight? Hold on. This yeah. happened when was eight. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, dude, I think I was eight in 2003, uh, too. I think we were probably, in fact, it wouldn't That's surprise me. That's not the shocking me. part, the fact that this was said out loud to an eight-year-old. It should stop shocking me at this oh, point. Oh, this woman, I mean, obviously, this woman goes to the gulag, right? She's like one oh, of the yeah. ones. She's like a bad person. She's in the line I mean? that you're like, does that, go to the, does that go to the other gulags? Like, no, that goes to the dumping field. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. Yeah. No, we're going to probably have to. Cut Sorry, that. Wyatt, if you have Sorry, much Wyatt. of affection for this homophobic old woman, but 
doesn't sound Fucker. like it. It doesn't yeah. sound like it. Uh, he had to sit through the rest of the class and think about life, he guesses. Uh, there's no real catharsis to this story because otherwise my experience at this church was pretty positive, mostly because my family didn't take it seriously. Your pal, Wyatt. And then he plugs his podcast <laughs> called well, The Board. He did also say that the, no, the, fuck choir you. Director, <laughs> the choir director a few years later was arrested for the, um, oh. for the possession of child porn. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. I skipped over that because he said somebody was arrested for child porn in a church. And I was like, yeah, we all know. <laughs> Yeah, that's like the regular thing that you do at church. You yeah, sing apparently. songs, you pray, and then you get arrested for possession of child pornography. We're having a hard drive full of horrible, horribly salacious. I do want to say. I uh, think that... Wyatt was at our live show. So. He was. Thank oh, you for okay. coming. Oh, yeah. um, and then I went to the boardroom live show a few weeks later. How was it? Uh, it was not as good as ours. <laughs> hey, all right. And we're cutting it out. <laughs> <Whoops>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess I, I can't. I have no room to talk about being mean to our audience. <laughs> no, we're, we're pretty. Uh, you've encouraged me, Charlie, to become yeah. an antagonistic person. You know, uh, I feel like you just sort of got to know what you're yeah. getting into. Well, with. he is also getting ready to move to New York when all of this is over. So the boardroom will be ceasing to exist. Oh, and shit. Then, we will be the Superior Podcast. <laughs> the Superior Nashville Area Podcast. I do want to say if you're an eight year old who's listening to our podcast and you're dressing like a Final Fantasy character, you are probably gay, but that's cool. That's fine. Like, yeah, don't worry about it. That's that's rad. <laughs> well, yeah, wait until your feelings for people start to develop before bothering yourself. Putting Let me see it. when Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories came out because I'm I'm almost positive that this story was uh, prompted by Kingdom Hearts. He, uh, Titus is in the first game. He's on um uh, the island, Destiny Island. Ten years old, still snorting and galloping up and down the basketball court like a horse, and nobody. <laughs> anything about liking other women. <laughs> no. Everybody was far too concerned that you had had a mental breakdown. <laughs> I feel like if I saw a young girl doing that now, I'd be like, mm, furry. That's a furry <laughs> yeah, right Now it'd be like, yeah, okay. And that's whatever. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that girl, I take it back. Kingdom Hearts was, uh, Chain of Memories was 2004. So. 2004. Yeah, because yeah, it came out in that hiatus in between the, the game that came out on the cell phone. Do you remember the Kingdom Hearts that came out exclusively? Yeah, vaguely. That was, that was very bizarre. Bizarre. And it's canon. That game is canon. It's all canon. There Which are games that don't feature no like JRPG. Sora or Roxas. Yeah. Yeah. No other RPG makes everything canon. Yeah, it's it's pretty nuts, man. It's nuts. For some so, reason, though, it does feel like it's less okay to call out a young girl for being homosexual than it is a young boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's part of, like, uh, toxic masculinity, I think, to um, yeah. to embarrass them for displaying traits that are considered feminine. Like, that's just part yeah. of it. It's a part of, like, toxic I I culture. A tomboy. Do I? Like, like, you're a tomboy. Like, everyone's like, oh, she's just a tomboy. Yeah, right, and that's right. fine. That's fine. You can wear backwards baseball hats and, and play softball. But, like... A- I mean, uh, this is a transition into our topic, but, like, definitely at school, I remember having sort of the same sort of thing leveled at me. Like, you're not being masculine enough for us, and therefore you must be deviant in some way. Which, Somewhere you're not meeting our... You're standard. not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, like, fucked up. And I think that part of it is, like, the reason you, like, try to shame boys into fitting the norm, and then with girls you sort of try to accept them is just, like, the different ways that the genders have been told to interact. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think boys are supposed to be, like, tougher or whatever. And so, like, to toughen them up, you have to, like, 
be like, you're fucking gay, man. Turns out yeah. you're queer or whatever for wearing <laughs> this terrible fashion choice of <laughs> one Taking leg off. pant leg off, yeah. Which, and we're not even, I'm doing a better effort, um, but we're not even considering those who don't fall into those. True. Exactly. Well, that's why I think that, you know, Christian schools should not exist. But uh, So speaking of which, that is today's topic is something I know nothing of because it was not my experience, but private schools. Uh, Charlie and Becca, you both went to a private school for a period of time. Oh, uh, I, I, went, I went to... Oh yeah, I went to private school like literally pre-K to. I technically still go to a private Christian school. Oh, that's true, Belmont. Is- so like, th- there has never been a time in my life when I haven't been enrolled in one. You must just feel like a spy <laughs> every day. Like, I feel like. Oh, okay. Oh, right before I had this whole COVID crisis or whatever, I, I was on yeah. spring break with Caroline. We right. went to both Richmond and Indiana, and oh, both God. places. We went to the zoo, uh-huh. and at the zoo, they had tigers, and the tigers, a lot of the animals, especially a lot of the big cats, will just sort of lie around. Speaking of cats, uh, Becca's beautiful kitty is in the frame right now, and he's just gorgeous. Just a gorgeous little purr, baby. Yeah, um, but the tigers are very active because there's a bunch of fresh meat just their... wandering near them so they pace yes yes yeah. exactly they pace the thing and, they and both they times i saw kids just like flipping shit they were like yeah they loved it and they didn't realize how close to something dangerous they were <laughs> and you're that's saying, how i how- feel at christian schools yeah. <laughs> is they love my little performance you know yeah, what i mean like, like oh Charlie, you're so fucking wacky and i'm like buddy were. take Ready? this wall down case <laughs> when i first brought um my little kitten home the other one yeah you would pace on the table like scar on yeah that's how they do it i love and, like, it yeah he would hiss and then she would hiss back very quietly and he'd be like oh shit and like run away yeah He's not very confrontational. You guys, you guys <laughs> want to talk about in particular. You have, do you have anything other than private school? So I don't really know. Educate me. This is another educate your dad on what. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. I mean. Um, as much as I can. Okay. Here is, I think, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> um, I think the first thing that I would say is, I think there's a clear divide between um, Catholic schools and Protestant schools. Okay. Like Catholic schools are um, still Christian schools. They still have a lot of the trappings. They have the uniforms and stuff, but I would say in general, they're more uh, permissive. They allow for people who aren't Catholics necessarily because they sort of see like the education as um, a, a, missionary tool or uh, right, even they do tool. teach in Catholic right right and and like also sorry the official um stance of the catholic church is evolution they're a little more yeah. pro-science i would say whereas yeah. if if you, you are starting a protestant school in america which is like a big time protestant country right. it's because you are too protestant for the general public yeah you know what i mean like i would argue Along on a compound yeah deprogrammed but instead you have people supporting you exactly it's it's way more um ideologically charged i would say and it's mostly for people who like um becca was talking about are like 
driven into religious insanity by the most innocuous public things like and CSS and that sort of bullshit. And they live in a vacuum too. Yes, exactly. Absolute vacuum. So no one's ever been like, hey, maybe like chill out. Right, right, right. And they've got all the money so they can funnel it into building their compounds. Yeah. A lot of the issue with these private Christian schools is that the richer you are and the more money you donate, the more say that you tend to have. Right. So true. And those tend to be like the most, like the, the person who was saying the thing about like, I don't want my kid to read Willy Wonka. Like yeah. very, very, very rich. So she was on the board of whatever, however they yeah. make their decision. I do remember just like there was an, um, you know how they do that dumb fucking award ceremony at the end of the year yeah. usually? They give out Willy- awards for like who had perfect attendance or like best in history or whatever yeah so i got an award in like sixth grade i think for like technology because i could use word art and powerpoint (laughs) zoom around (laughs) so i got an award um and my friend who was the the daughter of this mom didn't get an award and like at the end of the award ceremony the mom like stomped out the back and like slammed the door wow dude was that the same oompa loompa mom Mm-hmm. Same one. Of course it was. That kind of mom screams to me someone who gets thrown out of Little League games. Yes. This yeah, is no the question. mom who screams you're a piece of shit at the umpire. See you Sunday as she's hey, carted off by police. Speaking were, of those award ceremonies. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You take it. They were also Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, okay. Okay. Jehovah's Witnesses are hardcore, man. And then her, this mom's... Um, Sister is also a relatively well-known uh, female murderer. So, <laughs> Eileen relatively well-known. Yeah, the Black Dahlia. No, <laughs> like <laughs> well, besides famous, but like if you Google it, like it's you'll you might recognize it. Oh, okay, interesting. All right. Um, yeah. uh, speaking of those uh, award ceremonies, both my school. And my theater program um, gave out awards for, like, who was the most godly. They gave out, like, Fruit of the Spirit, or they called it Heart of the Lion. Yeah, and it was, like, for who displayed the most Christ-like traits. And it really fucked me up for a long time to be like, what am I doing that I don't earn these these, awards for being godly or whatever? And it's basically because I was rude and outspoken or whatever. But Which, (laughs) if you – okay – so let's for a half a second assume that we've read the Bible just for like a half second. Yeah. Sure. Live in that fantasy world for a second. Okay. By the standards that the school is setting out, I don't think Jesus would have won that award either. It's literally, Jesus' whole fucking thing was disrupting yeah. the yeah. religious like sanctity or whatever. And be like, you have to also allow uh, salvation to prostitutes and stuff. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't kick it. You can't be so privatized. You can't yeah. be so uh, exclusive. You have to have a more open door policy because you guys suck, essentially. Yeah, I, I mean, not that you. That's, won't that's why I say that they're like the fucking Sanhedrin. Man, it's like. Yeah. They're, they're they literally Pharisees that worship the Roman Empire. The, the closest equivalents to Pharisees who worship the closest equivalent to the Roman Empire. Those are the two entities that killed Jesus. We based our democracy, our republic, off of that. 
our blueprints stem from that. And then you've got a, a generations of people who believe that it's somehow this country, the way we run is somehow theocratically set up. Yeah. And that it's right to do things this way. And they have no, they just have no uh, sense of irony. They have no sense of, of, of context. They just, like you were saying the last time, it was yeah. just like, and I was saying like the me and mine mentality and just building your club until it's the most, the most expansive club. There's no more clubs for anyone. Cause mine is the only, I just, I can't stand it. Yeah, I'm glad I, I didn't go to private school. I mean, uh, private bullying is the worst, the worst. Yeah. Out of them. yeah, man, they're assholes. And it's because they think they're better than you. Like they think they're better than you by virtue of going to the school. It's been instilled in them by their parents that they are better than their peers outside of the school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's I've, like, been, I've been bullied uh, everywhere, clearly, because I'm not, <laughs> you know. Even by your own friends. Yeah. Yeah. I've been a bully everywhere. Yeah, but like private school or like public school bullying was like a fuck you and like me getting flipped off in the hall. Whereas like private school bullying was like, like I want to put you in a in a wooden box and then lower you slowly into the ocean so that sharks can eat your limbs. And then once you're done, I'm going to squash giant red shoot. Like it's so specific. Oh my God. Yeah. It's um, probably going to be a famous comedian. Well, you know, another problem is with Christian schools is they have very good um, literacy skills because basically (laughs) also read one fucking book. You know what I mean? So like, I do think that they're very, they're a more literate people generally than like people who would go to public school yeah um but like that's just that just further instills in them how much better they are than you you know what i mean one of my um one of my schools in second grade when we were allowed to read willy wonka nobody had an issue with it um (laughs) me two other girls got in a story war where we all wrote stories about uh various people turning into chocolate bars and getting eaten like who (laughs) like in dragon ball c you don't know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah i I know what you're saying Uh, like Augustus yes. Blue falling in the chocolate river getting turned into oh, a yeah. car and then all the rest of the class would eat whoever it was and it was like me and these two other girls and we all got called down to the principal's office to stop the, the Willy Wonka chocolate story. <laughs> we won't yeah, stop literary murders. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean back to what you were saying about um, sort of the the coalition between uh, American exceptionalism and sort of Protestantism and all of that shit like I went to one school where they were sort of dumb people and they, they weren't, they weren't very well read and they weren't very articulate. It it was a a poorer school. I I think probably the tuition was less. Right. Right. Uh, But uh, once I started going to like the place I went for six, I don't know. I I genuinely don't know. Uh, I mean, a church. And I know that people of, um, I like went to kids birthdays who were of a much, lower income than my family you know what i mean but then when i went to the school that i went to for middle and high school that was much higher income and they were very mask off i think about that that intersection and like they fucking loved america they loved can i tell you all about how they taught me history how okay so uh i started in seventh grade and i went to um senior year right in Instead, they teach you a class called non-Western humanities, which right. is um, one semester for Asia, I think just China, basically, writ large, 
one semester for Africa, the entire continent, the you entire cover, history you of cover the, the history of the continent of Africa, of Africa the cradle in of civilization. In three months. months. No, 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 no. The cradle of civilization is in sure. the Middle East, <laughs> oh, Middle East, which is um, semester three, and then Russia, right? Like all of those places are dirt places. Need to know their history. Oh my then, god! In eighth grade, we had U.S. history up to basically like Reconstruction. Then we had ancient history, which basically charted um, what has traditionally been thought of as like the seat of Western civilization. So from like Greece to, or really from like Mesopotamia to Greece to Rome. And then we had medieval history the next year, which was like more or less three fourths about England. And then we, junior year we had, um, I guess what they probably call like Renaissance history or whatever. Yeah. All England, even here about outside of Europe in this yeah. time of massive globalization. When they talk about the fucking Roman Empire, they don't talk about the places that Rome colonized. And then um, a, a senior year, you do sort of the back end of American history. Huh. That sounds very yeah. similar. White? Yeah, well, that's how sounds history pretty taught. White. That's public school, too. They, um, I did, it wasn't until college that I did a whole semester of studying. I'm sorry. Was, is that Can you all no, hear that? Okay. It's a class called a non-Western art not art history of non-western cultures yeah yeah and it was just a semester but we did some pretty in-depth study and i was blown away at how much i love the art from africa and from asia that yeah. i would have never seen i never saw this art like we got to see um like fertility statues from like the dawn of civilization yeah and i i didn't get to see that i might have heard like whispers of it but there's no there's um also, do you guys want a fun homeschool? Uh, yeah, I love. While we're talking about it's uh, to me, homeschooling is like a form of private schooling. Yeah, um, definitely. Like it, like private. It's honestly, the more extreme version. The it's like I can't even get along with other Christians. <laughs> I gotta get so far removed. Like Maybe. I don't want to talk to anyone who doesn't have my fucking genetic material in them. Yeah. So. My best friend, Joe, was homeschooled growing up. I visited him last weekend. He will be a guest on the show soon. Just for the way we – he was when I told you about we were out eating with our friend Ben. Uh, I might not have told you. We were talking yeah. about his mom and uh, s saying essentially uh, his stepdad said – so Ben married a black woman and his stepdad said um, something racist concerning her and he got mad and left. And then his mom – yeah – his mom tr didn't apologize, but made a big deal out of it at his birthday party, said that she was one of the good ones in quotes, and then um, talking about his wife, and then said that, that racism is not talked badly about in the Bible. Show me in the Bible where racism is bad, is what she said. And uh, so these are the friends that I, their parents are just uh, what, more, what more proof do you need? In fact, yeah. I'll show you in the Bible where it says slave. Surasters. I'll point you yeah. to the verse. Yeah, it's I know Ephesians it six five. It's a fucking nightmare to read through on a yeah. Sunday. I'll tell you that much. Um, so I'm at Joe's house, and we're talking about his sisters. He does not. Uh, I hope they're not listening. Uh, fuck it. I don't care. I. Um. So his sisters. He does not have a close relationship with his family because yeah. he is the only sane one somehow. Right. Um. But he was telling me how his oldest sister homeschools their two kids 
and how they've just stopped schooling them. They're not in any school anymore. And I was struck dumb by that. I was like, wait, what do you mean? Like, well, they keep claiming they're too tired to teach their kids. And I was like, if only there were somewhere you could send them. <laughs> Did I not them. literally talk about this with a family? Yeah. Like yeah. the last episode that we recorded yeah. in studio? Yeah, it was like, um, like, you can't just have free range kids, man. I've seen the stupid things. It doesn't fucking work. You're raising monsters is what you are. Like these, uh-huh. like, his is a teacher. And she said that the fourth grader is three years behind his classmates. She knows the standards because she's fourth grade. Yeah. The second grader is at a kindergarten level because they have not schooled them like they're supposed to. So these kids are going to be monster feral by the time they reach adulthood. Uh, so that's a home homeschooling update. I mean, seriously, man, nothing has made me more a Leninist <laughs> than what you have just said. Like, we need an authoritarian state to rein these people in. And we have a pretty fucking authoritarian state, but it, it is sympathetic towards particular groups of people, specifically white Christians in right. the country. <laughs> and so... If it were more equal... More equal... Equal... Equals uh, the right uh, word. There's a, there's a word for it. If you are not to um, fucking educate your kids, because like, if you were genuinely too tired, you would send them away. You, you would send I mean? them to a yeah. school. Yeah. You'd pay to have. If you're that concerned, you send them to a private Christian school. If you're that concerned, but yeah. they just they don't care. They don't care. It's remember, like growing up specifically once we moved to Tennessee. Yeah. Thinking. Like, my family, we live in, like, an area of Tennessee that is definitely upper middle class to, like, lower upper class, for yeah, sure. Right. We're not poor by any means. And just based on the people that I went to school with, who all had home theaters and indoor rock climbing walls and were building houses on a hill with gates. Oh my like, God. there was literally, the, the fundraiser that this school does is they'll sell tickets to tour other people's houses that are nicer than yours. Good God. And then yeah. donate that money back into the rich people's school. So I would come parade home. parade our rich people. Literally all the time I would come home and be like, why are we poor? And we're not even close. You, yeah. I was going to yeah. say, you're not. Not it's, even It's alone. meant to instill a false class consciousness into you. Yeah. It's meant to make you be like, you always need more. And, and yeah. the, uh, this is one thing I've been ruminating on um, around the COVID stuff, which right. is like, I think that the people that we talk negatively about um, think that they are good by virtue of being comfortable and comfortable by virtue of being good. Like the system yeah. works and the proof that it works is that I'm comfortable. And if- No concern for their neighbor. They have none. Man, I, I live in this nominally Christian country, right? I have, like I said, been enrolled in Christian schools for like basically my entire memory. And I live in the portion of the country called the Bible Belt. I only know people who claim to be Christians. And yet looking back, I struggle to find a time when anyone I know acted self-sacrificially, acted in the interest of someone else. And... I don't, I don't know what to do with that, man. Especially people over like 30. Mm, yeah. They, they just don't give a fuck about you. 
I may have said this on the pod before, but my mom was a substitute teacher at the same Christian school that I went to. Yeah. Um, and was brought down to the office on multiple occasions, like for doing stuff that you shouldn't do. Like she tried to get, um, she tried to give one of Alan Jackson's daughters detention one time and they put her down. They were like, you don't Wait, Becca, you really buried the lead here. Alan Jackson's daughters went to this Christian school? Yeah. There was a lot of (laughs) country star kids. Like Leanne Rhymes' kids went there. Oh, 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 oh my God, it's all connected. Oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> the rural culture is is the same thing. If yeah. there's no boundary. Yeah. Uh, fame, fame. <laughs> One of Alan Jackson's kids was like, Korean, and she would like wear her skirt super short and was like uh, just an asshole. And my mom tried to send her to the principal's office and then they played an uno reverse and sent my mom to the principal's office and they were like you there are certain people that you do not do that to are you kidding me what the no. fuck because you go hey how in a microphone you don't get in trouble fuck you your daughter has there been, uh, been a clear articulation of how this is interlinked with class how you are exempt from christian morality if you're a rich person if because you any you've done your power. part you have any you, kind of power exactly you've proven you're good by being comfortable yeah. And you've proven you're comfortable by being good. I've... So the one I think I might have said on the pod was that she told a, a Muslim girl in a third grade class that God still loved her. And then they yeah. were like, no, you can't do that. Which, yeah, made Charlie almost have an aneurysm. <laughs> Buddy, uh, I am just, like, I just ride insane. sort of, uh, I'm microdosing aneurysm now. I just <laughs> am always sort of, having an aneurysm. I, t- this morning was like, within the range of like five minutes bouncing between murderous rages and like, just like hysterical laughing, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's like- Let me see. Uh, the story I told last episode about the gym, yeah. I was cackling at my friends talking about how bored they were and how much coffee they were drinking in between almost having a stroke because I was about to quit ever working out at the gym I work out at ever again because they just, they don't, they're convinced they know everything. Everyone is. There's so many keyboard, like I hate the term, but it's very true. Like keyboard health professionals. Yeah. Like it's such, I have classmates from high school who, I mean, you guys saw in the group me who are convinced that this is all a hoax that nothing, nothing's to worry. There's no need to worry. Dude, and, and they're just like, boss, y'all do what you told. My boss had a fever um, right oh, before. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, I mean, right before he, uh, I, I would say like right, probably the beginning of this week. Then he came back in because he was fever free for like 24 hours. Recently, he just left again for having a fever. It's like, buddy, I'm not going into your fucking store anymore. Yeah, man. You stay understand? Home. Yeah, you stay have home. to stay home. Stay home. But they yeah. think they're smarter than everybody. They do. They do. They absolutely think they know more. And the proof is they're comfortable. And they got to go to nice, fancy Christian schools growing up. 
They didn't have to worry about where their next meal was coming from. They knew going to the school, they'd meet all their contacts that they'd make in college that would build them a power base from which they could start their businesses. And by start, I mean, already pretty much have it up and running. Yeah, yeah. With, of course, a generous loan from your parents. Yeah, and that starts at this level. It starts in the private school. That's where you meet the teachers who are like, boy or or girl, you're going to have it easy. You know, I just because I, oh. I thought for most of my life that public school was the ghetto. Oh, like a den of iniquity. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's where the dirt people go. And what we <laughs> meant by dirt people was brown people. Like I'm the also a dirt person. Yeah. Hello. Hi. But, but I mean, really, going, what it, going to public school is threatened as a punishment. Yeah. Like they would be like, if you're not good, we're going to send you to public school where everyone has babies and there's daycares and everyone's on drugs. There was a period of time like that for me, but then also I began to see it as an escape and I really tried to vie for going to public schools, but like, I don't think my parents were having it just because they thought it was lesser. They just thought it was lesser. Can you tell me about your, your parents more and more, Charlie? Like they sound to me like the stories I hear from like, you know, what, they are is like rich southern you know sure sure aristocratic in a way well uh, here's the when thing. you tell me the stories that's what it sounds because like. my dad was they basically got their prestige out of the military no. so he he was kind they're kind of new money but i had friends who absolutely are like old money richmond and and there were people at my school who were old money Richmond and like, yeah, man, those people should be put down. <laughs> I, 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 no other way to put it. The soybean field should run red. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> Who's to say? Not Charlie Allen. Listen, they'd kill you. They would. They, they, look, I, I'm telling you. They got enough guns? You. No, yeah. they don't. I know they don't. Yeah. yeah. I was afraid to buy lunch at my public school up until I think my senior year of high school. Why were you afraid to buy lunch? Well, because I was all I, I was always a, a pack lunch kid. Oh, regardless. cool. Um, and then I would keep spilling my little dull pear cups on myself, and people would be like, "Oh my god, you peed your pants!" Up until senior year of high school, <laughs> she had real slippy fingers, Charlie. She had real, she had real fish fingers. She's well, it's getting away from me. Like I don't know, it was kind of instilled in me that like cafeterias are are vile. Well, it's I where mean, the rabble eat, right? It's I mean, they're, they're mess halls. It's prison food or worse. Yeah. Um, like private Christian school, you sit, you sit boy girl, boy girl, because that's what they tell you to do. Yeah. You don't want to do it, and you eat your ham sandwich on your croissant with your little purity lemonade in a carton. Yeah. And everything is fine. And then in public school, it's like, it's fuck all, and the chicken nuggets are burnt, and the lunch ladies are Hispanic. <laughs> I was such a garbage man, cause, or boy, because I would eat so much cafeteria food. I looked forward to Salisbury steak. That is the worst version of Salisbury steak. Ever. Who gives a shit? I, I long for that sort of dirt food, man. Oh, I miss it now. Yeah, what they would send us is at, at our public school is we would always have like some sort of pizza, probably from Pizza Hut, um, Jersey Mike's, and Chick-fil-A. What? Three days a week. Or, or, uh, what? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, God. That's what I'm you're paying for. It's to instill yeah. your kid. They're better than the public school kids. When I finally went to public school, my high school had these chocolate chip cookies that were never all the way baked. Oh, God. Oh, my God. They are so goddamn good. Yeah. That sounds so good. You don't know how bad. All the time. What? Oh, you think about it all the time? 
I do. You you could just make those cookies, probably. <laughs> you just have to make them. They, the they, they, they wouldn't come in a little plastic white crunchy plate. Oh, uh, okay. Fair enough. Fork. Man, uh, I mean, I almost feel like the reason they teach history the way that they do is because they know the majority of their students are going to be white people. You know what I mean? And it's basically saying, like, you are the protagonists of history. You yeah. are on the forefront of everything. Any culture that matters, any history that's uh, worth learning, it, it involves your ancestors and people who look just like you. Yeah. Yeah. It's there a was a, uh, there was a total of one black girl in my private school class, and she was the daughter of a Tennessee Titan. Ooh, wow! My, the, my graduating class ended up with two people, uh, two black people. One wow. who was probably like lower middle class, and he he showed up later on the end of it. And um, a one who was like the son of a high powered lawyer. He won that big uh, Christian award. And I remember being very jealous of him. You know what I mean? And he was oh, a big basketball to... player. He had a big, like, like poet warrior king to him. You know what I mean? And everybody was oh. like, oh, we fucking love you. And um, uh, I had a real Absalom vibe to me. <laughs> and so, like... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We cannot move fast. You just referenced yourself as the guy who beat a donkey so hard the donkey said, hey, man, cut it out. <laughs> no, no, that's a different guy. Absalom was one of David's sons. Oh, he's uh, the one that got hung in the tree yeah, by his yeah. own hair yeah. he, he like staged a coup because he was like david's a rapist and he yeah. david was like yeah i am and god was like yes but he was like, forgiven so it's fine Move well he's it. he was chosen right he was one of the chosen and yeah. so was everybody at that school you know what i mean it yeah i don't know it's it's just like how do we convince our kids that they're better than you Oof. man my school showed us this video that has still had me fucked up to this day about like um, why you should never chat with somebody online. <laughs> <laughs> well, who is proven wrong now, you fucking losers? You can't chat yeah. with anybody if you yeah. don't chat online. Yeah, Suck my dick. Yeah, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. fuck you. But it was like this little boy in an online chat room and he was like, Oh, I think you're hot. Let's meet up. And this person was like, yeah, I'm a young, hot girl. Let's meet at the library. <laughs> and then the fat dad rolls up and he's like, oh, I'm her dad. I'll take you to her. And the kid's like, okay. And he gets in the car and then he gets like grabbed and wrestled and raped. And then Chris cool. Hansen shows up and is like, hi, can I talk to you for a second? And then I do to catch a predator. If they had to catch a predator, I probably would be fine. <laughs> probably. Catch a predator. The catch a predator is, uh, you know, good. Um, that. That video fucked up our fifth grade class so bad. The the AC backstage in the auditorium when we were doing Annie, <laughs> when it would start up, it sounded like that guy's car. And literally every time we all fucking panicked. In between me getting bullied for ruining the ensemble numbers. <laughs> man, <laughs> How man. Would you ruin the ensemble numbers. This I need I would, to know. So you know when there when there's like not enough people on stage and they put a microphone backstage so everyone that's backstage can support? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I would get too overzealous, and I would be the only one in front of the mic. <laughs> Back up. Back up. whole chorus of, like, 10 fifth graders, all you would hear is me going, N-Y-C! <laughs> about you? And doing the dance moves backstage. And then somebody near me would be watching the, the shoes video on YouTube, and that's when I heard fuck for the first time. Ooh, Wow. And I spelled it F-O-O-K for the next three years of my life. No one told me I was wrong. 
Um, you know, I, I sort of talked about this before, I think, but the fact that I went to these Christian schools and these Christian extra, extracurriculars that were so ideologically tight, you know what I mean? And, and they were very careful about what they let in, meant that church ended up being the place where I would hear all the dirty stuff and it, it like, yes. like church ended up being the place where people would be like, Oh, you know what jerking off is. Right. And I was like, it was almost, <laughs> it was almost more enjoyable to be filthy at church. Cause it's yeah. so wrong. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, if you weren't hearing about it at school, you could titter about it on the playground. Right. Oh, at church on Wednesday night. <laughs> but I, I will also say that like, I felt like a freak at church because I was, I was this caged animal. You know yeah, what I mean? I and I knew, I didn't even like the Bible, but I knew way too much about the Bible. In Sunday school, I would be able to answer everything already, and it was like, what the fuck am I even doing here? Yeah. I didn't understand as a kid why I didn't like it. Like, why? There was a point in my life, and I still read the Bible, but there was a point in my life where I really enjoyed it. Now I'm reading it almost as like a meditation exercise. Interesting. Most of the time. When yeah. I was a kid, I, it was boring. I was like, why would you make yourself, why would you make yourself read this? Yeah. Why are we memorizing long swaths of dry, dusty scripture when we could be reading exciting adventures in a land apart called uh, either Narnia or Middle Earth? We could be doing that. True. Although Middle Earth is pretty fucking dry too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I hate the dry Bible. <laughs> I hate the lore and names. Now to read a Tolkien book. <laughs> Written by a linguist and a historian. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, like I said, notoriously moist. <laughs> yeah. His books are always dripping with content. Yeah. You open that, you're like, ugh. What a juicy pear of a book. <laughs> like I said, I, I think that my literacy skills really benefited from going to these schools. You know what I mean? And like, right. it, and also I had pretty good literacy skills as is because my dad's like a lawyer. and It was just something that was always kind of instilled in me. You know what I mean? Right. So it was like. Well, your dad being a I, lawyer too, I'm sure you correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. like having the ability to know what you're going to say before you're asked. It's probably a big deal, like a kind of being bit. litigious. Like no, one, of, one of the best things that he ever taught me was um, never ask a question that you don't already know the answer to. When right. you're like trying to like get somebody or like, like um, question them in some way, That's you, so you want to be pretty sure. But, you know, I, I think it ended up that I just like, I could just like look at a story. This is still the same thing with me as an English major now where I, I can read like five pages of a 25 page story and just be like, all right, I get this. You know yeah, what I mean? Um, I do the same thing. Yeah. When we're watching TV or um, this is like a love of like yeah, doing yeah. these sorts of things. You get the same thing. Like we'll watch a play or a TV show and I'll be like, you know, I'd be, I bet this is a, a, an episode or something where they do this and it'll happen within like the next 10 minutes. Or if I'm reading a book, I'd be like, I hope they don't do this. I say that a lot to my yeah, wife now yeah. where I'm like, I hope this is. And then the inevitably they do it. I mean, it depends on how hack the person is that you're watching. But yeah. often I'm hoping at least they're clever with these tropes. Yeah. And they never are. There are clever things other than the tropes that they're doing. Yeah. But like if I'm watching a sitcom like Superstore, which I'm into right now, I'm like, boy, I hope they're not doing uh, the buddy cop episode and doing the buddy cop episode (laughs) where they put the odd couple together and make them do something wacky or like I'm rereading the Aragon series and I'm like, man, I really missed this book series. And the reason I think I missed it is while it is a hero's journey, there's just some like really interesting things that happen in it that were like 
it's a love letter to fantasy. Obviously, it's written by it was written by a fourteen. That's pretty insane, man. Uh, I mean, to be fair, he's also a guy with like literary chops in his background. Isn't his dad a publisher yeah. or something? Yeah, in fact. he's but, in a publishing family. Yeah, but the, like that, it predisposes you to being able to write and understand fiction well. I think. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I think I mean, so. The way too. I'm yeah. kind of like I'm thankful for private school because I was able to be like constantly writing my weird stories and sharing them with people and not get like. Yeah. made fun of for that yeah absolutely that a, me too that was the thing for a while that was like celebrated like me and my friends would gather at lunch and like read our stories to each other and that's like that's a cool. lot of the reason why i am the writer that i am if yeah. i were the guy in charge of educating people in the new communist state like i do think that there's a bunch of things that i would take from um my time in that classical christian school specifically but like i think that there's ways that you don't make the West and white people and Christ and specifically like Protestantism and capitalism, the centerpiece of it. You know what I mean? Like, I think it basically needs like a redirection of ideology, but the methodology is really good. Right. So. Yeah. The methodology is pretty good because it's. It is genuinely a better education than you receive in public. But a lot of that also comes down to the time when we were being educated the public schools were just being strip mined for just absolutely everything. Like it comes back to a political reality, which is that the Bush administration didn't give a shit about the public schools. They wanted to push out factory workers. Yeah, but exactly. Private, schools, private Christian schools do also still have the football coaches teach certain classes and you're, yeah. no, you're not going to get shit out of those. Yeah, true. And, and they don't teach you like evolution. I still, I really don't know how evolution works. I mean, I, I get it conceptually, but I mean, yeah, there's I, I have never studied it significantly. They don't teach you a lot about like the cosmos because the more you find out about the cosmos, the more you go like, oh, so there's not like a white city up there somewhere. <laughs> Just when floating right out of reach. It, yeah. I had better teachers and I had a better education once I went to public school. Um. But I, I think that might just be me. Like, yeah. I, I did better being in a larger class of people where I, I wasn't. Like, I could ask for help if I needed it, but nobody was breathing down my neck all the time. Right. Yeah, I understand that. I, I definitely benefited from the other thing, but I, I can see how people would go the other way. I found out, like, after leaving FRA that a lot of people called it freaking reject academy. Cause like, <laughs> <laughs> so many people with, like, um, like, learning disorders or, like, issues will go there because the classes are so small and because like the teachers can give you that kind of attention like that yeah and i was just sitting in there like please nobody talk to me i want to read the outsiders in peace <laughs> i named I, all the kids after the outsiders for like a solid year becca, that is the most becca thing of it like of course you're like this <laughs> all these like tiny hunks who were like with bad attitudes <laughs> i can totally imagine like a child becca being horny for them um, you know, I've been thinking about uh, what you were asking me, like, if I feel like a spy, basically. Yeah. Um, and, like, what my relationship to these Christian schools has been. And I think that for, like, a long time, I sort of, what they sold me. You know what I mean? That, like, well, well, first of all, that basically made me feel like I was only, I think I've said this before, but only useful as, um, like, a songwriter. And... And like, if I'm using it as a worship leader, then I'm being good. But like, I have this gift that I am basically locked to. And that's all I am. You know what I mean? They only um, study for your use. Yeah. And I, I remember thinking like, I just must not be important people. Like, I must not be worthy of these Christian awards because like, 
I'm a lesser person. And like in some ways that was a blessing because it meant I didn't have to care about anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I remember I apologized on my final exam for my like senior year. It was more like a reflection than anything. And I, I apologized to the teacher because I was like, I'm sorry. Um, I feel like you guys have educated me well, but I just don't feel like I can be the people, be the kind of person that you guys want me to be. You know what I mean? I'm never going to be the type of graduate that, that you expect me to be. Um, and, and when I went to Belmont, you know, I was just sort of like, oh, well, I'm free from that. I like don't have to care about anything, probably up until like the 2016 election when I was like, no, you, you can't just take your hands off the reins. You right. know what I mean? Like you, you really do have to be, um, if you want to live in a world that's better than the one that you currently live in, first you have to think that world is possible and like can't exist. You know what I mean? And so I don't know. I don't know what I meant to say in all this, but I, I think I just wanted to get that out. This is my therapy. Episode, so. oh, I, it, <laughs> yeah. um, not the other one. Becca, is it time? It's time. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. It's, it's a, it's a beloved segment. Becca's corner. Becca's journal corner. Trademark. Why'd you That's our new theme jingle. Y'all bullying me, but. No, I'll be cool this time, I promise. I'll be very nice. You literally don't have to be at all. I'm bad cop. Bean to me. No, I'll be a very sweet boy. At this point, it's over <laughs> do i at this point this was over 10 years ago so what does it matter well intro it becca get us going okay um this one it, it's just like a generic kind of private school entry like some of the prats and pitfalls of private school was from about 2007 so this was a little bit more than a decade old actually wow um yeah. i think this is from sixth grade i was going through it mm-hmm. this oh is yeah a point in my life where i believed firmly that my cardboard Lucas Graybill of High School Musical cutout was sending me telepathic messages to get me through my day. Now, I may be in the minority here, but I believe that he was. Yeah, I, yeah. I, that might be true. <laughs> I, I tend to believe that like any sort of insane spiritual thing that you genuinely believe, it's real. It's probably <laughs> it's, happening. I, I don't yeah. know that I genuinely believe that. I think I might have just been saying that to seem quirky. But Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's hear it. All right, let's do this. Can I get in the background, just for character reference, uh, Charlie, I I trust your musical expertise on this. Sure. Can I just get some Ken Burns Civil War documentary style um, music playing underneath this from your mouth? Or whatever, what what have you? Something. Oh, from my mouth, I can definitely yeah. do that. I'll, I think that's better. I was looking up Spotify, but yeah, yeah just some somber uh, wartime music playing. You got it. You got it. All right, thank you. Today is November twentieth, two thousand and seven. I have terrible news. Andrew and I are becoming really close, right? <laughs> well, yesterday in personal development, Adrian and his gossip face self sat right down next to Andrew and me. Then 
he ruins this little moment by saying, are you two going together? <laughs> going together? <laughs> going together? <laughs> Was he like Dill from fucking yeah. um, <laughs> Kill Mockingbird? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Andrew turns bright red and hides his face. Yes, Dad calls him face. I don't have any idea why. In parenthesis. Since I had experience with this in fourth grade with Harrison. Fourth grade. I know, very cultured. (laughs) Very cultured. I'm really good at this shit. I say we're just friends, Adrian. Boys and girls can be friends and not go together. Then Kenzie says, Oh, you two are going together. I suppose a bitch boy. Yeah, it sounds like the word. No, no, no. I was not this kind of bully, by the way. I was, I was very much like a. I strike out when struck at. You know what I mean? I, I was not a shit stirrer. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call Adrian a bully. I would just say that Adrian was a closeted uh, homosexual. Okay. Oh, oh, he was, he was the gossip girl of. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Who> I... <laughs> Obviously, she wasn't. No, I shouted. Andrew would have left if Mrs. Akers wasn't there. And inquire, Nick Shalo said, I didn't know you two were going together. Of course, of course, Andrew turns red again. We're not Nick. We're just friends. No way, that's not true. You're going together. Nick stinks. <laughs> Andrew Nick <Tim> stinks. <laughs> sigh. It's written sigh. Not in brackets, it's just sigh. Sigh. I started Lilac Road boarding school. Oh, is writing. <laughs> oh, okay. These transitions are, yeah. like, are non-existent. Emergency breaks. <laughs> just <laughs> like I said, it's like Faulkner, man. It's very stream of consciousness. <laughs> like James Joyce. Yeah. In personal development today, we talked about cheating. No, 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 stinky reason she used me as an example. Example of the example. Say I saw Rebecca Stogner cheat. John Harris, who is okay, says, Kinsey, Rebecca doesn't need to cheat. She's like a super genius. Oh, that's very sweet. Not anybody else did that. Then she still blathers on. Christian goes, Kinsey, it's like impossible for Rebecca to cheat when she's surrounded by less smart people. (laughs) Besides, she always studies. Kenzie still blathers. Kenzie now was a bitch. <laughs> Finally, Mrs. Akers says, let's not Two years before this, Kenzie was at my house and we were cosplaying Alpha Bun Fierro. And now in the sixth grade, she's trying to do me dirty like this. <laughs> oh, Fickle this- fate. This is truly a Shakespearean tale of betrayal. Yeah. My average was 94. Da, 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 and I was canceled from Head's list. 
It's up at 95 average, and I had 94.8. Oh, this is a good connection to the past couple episodes. I achieved the part of Mrs. Bucket and Willie. Robert (laughs) is constantly correcting me. I'm like, sheesh, woman. (laughs) I'm just wearing this stuff today, and you expect me to look like I've done it for ages. (laughs) And Cox cusses. He said the P word and the T word in the same week. Both at rehearsal. Pussy or penis? Piss and damn. This all. This has been Becca's Journal Corner. Da 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 da. Becca's Journal Corner. Da 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 da. Put Becca's Journal Corner. Looks giving us a look into the past. Nice. You know, I feel like that one was more positive than a lot of them. You know what I mean? It seems like I wasn't actively getting bullied is getting bullied i was either defending myself with the power of words or i was being defended by people who are okay yeah pe- people were like you are smart i think that's that's pretty good this is one of the this is one of the ones where i wanted to cheer for you becca not join in with your detractors yeah so yeah you're like daria it's that very middle school thing where like if somebody asks you and your guy friend if you're you're dating like flips his shit and runs away uh, i would never date no no I was the exact opposite. I wanted to be in a committed relationship. Yeah, Charlie, you and I were the same. We're like, can we find a love of our lives? And to the point where, like, another girl told me she liked me, and I was like, we are wed. (laughs) We are are as one. (laughs) Did y'all ever get into the relationship where you, like, you say that you're dating, and then you sit together? Together really, and then you never text and you don't talk and nothing happens. Absolutely, I, I I did one of those probably in my like seventh grade year, and then it, it really fell apart pretty quickly, and I was heartbroken, man. I I didn't date for a long time in high school because I was just like, it's not worth it. You just it's just heartbreaking. You feel bad. That's me now, dude. I, I'm telling you, like I just came out as Charlie. Like I've just always kind of been like. I mean, obviously, I've been talking about like learning lessons or whatever throughout my life, but for the most part, like I just came out and I was like, man, whatever. I was doing the shrug emoji out of the womb, which had to hurt my mom. Cha <laughs> cha. I uh, sadly now. Never got to experience that kind of relationship. I mostly sat in the corner pining, going, but soft, my love, she leave it. <laughs> well, that's also why I started writing songs. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah. Press girls or whatever. And then yeah. the songs suck shit, but. Up to high school, I crushed on the high school musical cast and not real people. So I obviously didn't. I remember that being a thing, though, for most of the girls I knew. And they were crushing on celebrities far before they ever liked like people they met if that makes sense i could be dylan sprout i why i'm right in front of you yeah, that Emily. Whole thing was like uh yeah. i'm right here guys yeah. i can i can act so one I'm of the first songs i ever wrote in middle school was about being in love with a celebrity and it was called head over heels and mm-hmm. chorus said head over heels it's like slipping and appeals okay that's, right. that's a good poem even though i've never seen your face Oh, so that sounds good. Was not there. <laughs> uh, hey, y'all! I have to take a shower and meet right. somebody. In yeah, let's call it an episode. Uh, plug yeah. and docs or whatever. Yeah, let's call it an episode. That was good. Uh, this has been another wonderful installation of the thing that's going to get me personally 
through this time. See, this is so easy. We can yeah. do this like every day if we wanted to. I mean, the audio quality might sound like shit, but well, I bakers can't be choosers. You fucking quarantine freaks. We can do it like that. We can Take what you can get. Live show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this has been a great episode. I am. I'm always excited to learn more about my friends and co-hosts. It's always cool to see uh, things that molded them. Um, but yeah. So. If you have an email, an email for us, remember to send that to YGSSG003 at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, just type us into the search bar. You'll find us. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DumDumDylan, on Snapchat at DumDumDylan, and on Twitter again at I'm a Simple Farmer. Uh, we have no shows coming up anytime soon because Third Coast is on hiatus. Speaking of Third Coast, make sure you go there and buy some merch or a, t- or, or a gift card. Uh, they're digital, so you don't even have to go get it. It's just when we start working again, you can come down there and see us. We would love to have you there and say, hey, we came to see this show because we heard about it there. Um, listen to uh, audio-based content. Uh, check out anything Danger Jr. or Freeform Fellas put up in the meantime i'm sure they will be producing content and you can oh yeah the last live danger jr show uh which is isaac kirk origins great watch good to see it live good to see it on youtube actually all of our shows are up on youtube in their entirety like we're we are very not just about the way that we release content so yeah i mean if you want to kill like fucking five hours watching an old recorded improv show uh, i can show you one that certainly will not bore you yeah and you can always go back and listen to old episodes of this show start if this is your first episode bold choice uh you you don't need us to tell you but go back to one and and hear how we got here i promise you some episodes are more funny than they are sincere um but that's okay this show is whatever we want it to be and uh, these past two needed this uh jolt of uh of heart i think um but yeah, uh, I'll toss it over to the other two now, starting with Becca. You're up. Okay. Um, I'm AO. It's Becca on everything. Like I always say, H-E-Y-O, follow Freeform Fellas. We're doing um, some Jackbox game nights over Zoom right now. All this is going on. It's oh. really fun. Um, went for <laughs> like almost five hours the other night. Jeez. Um, sounds great. It, it was very much needed. Um, uh, you can... Venmo me money at Becca-Stogner if you want right now, because I'm out of work. Uh, I will send you a copy of my poetry book via F if you want. Uh, if you want to read more of my poetry, you can follow Becca to have lost on Instagram. I hate saying that name, but it's like the name of my poetry book, so it's kind of like a pun. Um, also like my Instagram photo that I just posted, because I look hot. <laughs> Yeet. Uh, you know me. I'm Charlie Allen, American Landmark on Instagram. I'm Piano Pest on Twitter. I have music out under Charlie Allen. Soon there will be more music. Uh, th- there is no stopping it. Um, it's all coming out. It's going to be good. I mean, honestly, it's a good time to be a content creator where you can release shit from uh, home. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, a big audience for it. So, um, you know, just... If you can find the fucking time, listen to this podcast or uh, listen to my music, I'd, I'd really appreciate the bump or whatever. But if not, hey, man, L-I-F-E-G-O-E-S-O-N. <laughs> um, and uh, I guess my final thing is, I said this in the last episode, but this is the year of Jubilee. Like, 
the cruel trappings of the old world are coming to an end and we're free. And if you felt sort of indebted or enslaved in the past few years or months, I want you to know that things are going to get fairer. And uh, I, I mean, I just can't abide a world coming out of this where we treat service employees the same way. We've seen how vital they are. I can't abide a world where, where people don't get the health care they need because they're poor, because they don't have a job. You know what I mean? I, I, I can't abide that. And I'm, I'm hoping that you guys are in the same, same boat. Yeah, I can't abide a world where we For sure. people with death because of debt. On yeah. Top of yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I've been saying for years that I think that we're probably going to go into a financial collapse if we don't cancel student debt. And like now more than ever, you're seeing that where like student debt is one of the more rickety things that is affected by this financial collapse where they're going to have to like pump trillions of dollars a day or, or, or stop interest rates on it because... Yeah, you just can't fucking pay it off, man. I mean, I don't. There's no other way to say it. There isn't. You're right. Yeah. Also, while you're listening to Charlie's music, stream uh, "Roses, Lotus, Violet, Iris." Taylor Williams' new single. Uh, it is. It's very. Yes, two equivalent artists. <laughs> I do not care. It's a very like nice, uplifting song about like self worth and beauty and the importance of it. And I just think that matters a lot right now. And, Absolutely. Uh, my god and my worshiper so. <laughs> sorry yeah absolutely no no I don't, I don't care i'm saying I, i'm privileged to be compared to Haley williams because she makes a lot more oh, money than me? i do 100%. well thank you very much there's no greater <laughs> all right let's dox and get the heck out all right yeah man is it gonna match up we'll see not. Uh, i don't know my sister's calling me on the other line so let's just fucking wing it baby let's do it all right let's go okay Praise God from whom Oh my God! If that's the only thing that doesn't hold up, then we're fine. That's fine. <laughs> that's the end. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. See you later.